Welcome to the Chemistry Factor Podcast, dedicated to help you consciously inspire your actions in business, no matter what circumstances you're facing, transforming your stress into empowering success. I'm Coach Barney, founder of the Chemistry Factor. For over 25 years, I've worked with hundreds of successful business leaders who have all experienced how poor working relationships and unexpected business setbacks cause the anxiety and stress that weakens your productivity, innovation, and leadership skills. You do not choose to be stressed. It is a reaction, not a decision, that drains your energy, making work hard and less fulfilling. Together, we will discover how to empower your attitude to achieve the greater success and satisfaction you've always wanted in your business, career, and life. Talent is an agency's number one asset. This is the firm belief of today's guest, Elba Lozano Delea. And it's also the chemistry factor, firm belief, wholeheartedly. Elba enjoys empowering people to develop inspiring relationships and has a passion for building community in a virtual world by humanizing the workplace. She has worked for agencies such as Havas's Euro RSCG, Omnicom's BBDO, S4 Capital's Decoded, and is currently the Group Director of People and Culture at WPP's Group M. Over the last 20 years, she has developed her skills to improve agency cultures with the goal of bringing people together for a greater sense of purpose and connection, which in turn enhances their productivity, innovation, and leadership skills. It is an honor to have you on the show, Elba. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. This is a pleasure. It is a pleasure. We've known each other for quite some time, haven't we? A really long time, since yeah. 2009, 10? Uh, somewhere back there when you were at the mill. <laughs> long BBDO, time. actually, BBDO. Oh, right, when you were at BBDO. Mm-hmm. I know your husband, too. <laughs> True. He's True. a good man. He's it's a good a man. Affair. It's a family affair here. Well, isn't that part of what we're talking about is when your company culture can be feeling like your, your family, everything comes together? Everything comes together. And that is really so working, you know, in an organization where you feel like family really helps you motivate, thrive and produce your best work. Yeah, I'm with you. hundred percent. So, of course, I have some questions for you. <laughs> what do you love about working in talent, people and culture? What do I love about it? So many things, primarily helping others. I think that over the course of many years, as you know, in my history, uh, the people and culture function has evolved and initially began as a support area. I think that especially over the last two years, we are no longer support. We are building organizations through talent. We are helping expand skill sets. We are helping people find 
their best selves so that they can be productive and uh, in turn, just create good work. You're a molder of culture. I am a molder of culture. Wow. That's kind of cool. I love it. I'm a uh, people, Barney. Well, that there, there's the answer that, you know, is actually to the question. You love people. I do. You're, you have a strong, empathetic value. Empathy is one of your, is a big one for you. Let's just say that. Does that make sense? It's a huge one for me and one that I hold near and dear. I think that, as you know, sometimes in this function, we can be perceived as like not so nice people all the time. You're always nice. But I, I'm always looking out for what's best for both the individual and the organization. Because you care. Because I care. Yeah. I mean, you know, business is business, but you are the humanizing part of that. Oh, that's a good smile. I like that one. <laughs> I am. I'm human oftentimes more so than others. Um, no robots, only humans allowed. There you go. I think, we, you know, I'm, I'm with you there. So aside from skill, what do you see as the key aspects for a successful hire? The most important, and this is an area that will continue to evolve, but the most important is alignment to values, cultural (laughs) values within the organization, because you can hire the skill sets. You'll often find many folks that may fit that skill set, but do they demonstrate and align to the values that you'd like to pursue as an organization? Will they collaborate well with others that share similar values? And Collaboration itself is a value. It is a value. And here's the interesting thing, because it takes a really fine ear. You know, a lot of people can say that they're collaborative. Oh, yeah. yes, I'm collaborative. But we all get to define what collaboration is differently. And what, what you really want to find is what level of collaboration are you comfortable with? And that that's something that really takes delving into. Yeah. And more importantly, I think being able to honor the individual values of the person within that, for example, what's an individual uh, contributor and the strengths of that person and be positioned correctly to execute your job properly versus someone that is more collaborative across units that can be, you know, a a thought leader across several different departments and how do you empower that person to be uh, successful in that role. Mm -hmm. And everybody adds value in different ways. Absolutely. And we don't all have the same values. (laughs) You know, the, the key is the better you understand yourself, the easier it is to know where you connect with people and where you don't. And as Einstein told us, the definition of insanity, trying to connect with someone that doesn't respect the value you have the way you have it. And you keep trying and what is going to happen? The same thing, disconnection. But when you find values that connect you, that you have in common and know to go there with people, whoa, it's so much, so much more is accomplished. And then suddenly some of the values you thought you didn't have in common, ah, now you do. Yeah. yeah. Evolution of the values, right? Yeah. I, the biggest thing I, I see in, in, in agencies or any in, in companies, 
I call it the the disease of wrongness. <laughs> when we make people wrong, oh boy, <laughs> it makes things really hard. Constructive, wonderful. Okay, wrong. You know that that's where that's what hurts productivity. That's what hurts a lot of things. Sure, and I think that you know outlining the wrong suppresses curiosity. Oh yeah, and doesn't foster collaboration. So everything is tied together. If you like to foster curiosity as a value within your organization, you have to be able to empower people to take risks that may not really be suited at times, but be able to provide a space where they can take that risk safely in order to innovate on what they're doing. I love what you just said. I think that's brilliant. Thank you. (laughs) Welcome. So I'd like you to name a peak moment in your career that inspires your value of confidence. So I thought about this a lot (laughs) and peak moments in my career happen daily for me. I, as I mentioned, helping others is my favorite thing and being able to find solutions or even work with someone so that they can find their own solutions or just articulate them out loud. Yeah. Um, in a way that's meaningful to them. That goes back to the first question. Why do you love talent, people, and culture? (laughs) It makes sense now, right? Oh, it's getting better all the time. Um, So I I love helping people every day. It's it's part of my favorite thing. Um, Most recently, I had the opportunity to help a very good friend of mine. This is something that I've, I've encountered actually you know, across industries and everybody that works in any kind of space now is familiar with people leaving their industries altogether. But my friend had invested 20 years of her life into a specific industry and in turn has decided that she was not happy anymore and she wanted to explore something new. And we had a very lengthy conversation about why exactly she wanted to leave and what was driving the decision. And, and I helped facilitate her understanding and again, value in expanding a skill set and learning something new at whatever point in your career you are. It doesn't matter. Value of discovery, value of challenge, all kinds of good values going on there. New curiosity curiosity oh yeah perspective bringing perspective it was a completely different industry from you know communications to financial services so it's a very big change close your eyes for a moment and imagine what you did with her and tell me from a physical perspective when you breathe that in how are you sitting how are you breathing is it is it excitement or is it relaxation? What what are you feeling when you when you think of that moment? How is it affecting you? I I feel that moment as a very positive note in supporting others. It's it's a very empowering feeling to to know that I was able to support someone through such a major decision in their life. So you're gonna smile when you say that, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. Tell us about a difficult challenge in your career and how you overcame it. Difficult challenge. Being a working mom is the biggest challenge. 
loads of folks out there in similar positions. I think being in, in the throes of a pandemic over the last two plus years, I think now we're starting to normalize, but definitely the pressures of working in your home in a very fast-paced work environment, <laughs> uh, managing, you know, learning, remote learning, um, having a partner who's also working full-time. That, that's the biggest challenge in my life. How I'm overcoming it is still a work in progress as usual. Life is always a work always. in progress. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're never going to stop. So, um, you know, we're doing the best that we can. Having a good support system is important to me. Having both in my workspace and in my personal life, having people that are not only understanding of what we're going through, but can can lean in and say, I'll help you when you need help. That's very important. That's been key for me. So you say support. Uh, I, I noticed that you're a member of Chief. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me a little about that? Chief is great. I love being a member of Chief. It's a network of women that are all, you know, either in leadership positions or continue, you know, have already reached the C-suite and and just like to provide support to others. So it's a very dynamic environment where we have peer coaching, executive coaching. We are um, provided with content from leadership, you know, across multiple industries, very known, prominent women that are investing their time and efforts to grow um, all of the members of Chief. So I'm very proud of my Chief sisters. They know they're out there. And um, and they're supportive. They're supportive. We talk about everything and anything. <laughs> <laughs> Work life and personal life and how do we can be better as women, as women in very challenging industries. And yeah, I would think as a mother working from home and all of that, you know, there, there may have been some some golden nuggets that came out of the conversations for you. And we still have ongoing support. We have a, <laughs> a, a support group that we've started. Um, but we also hear from very, very senior leaders, again, across industries that are working mothers that have gone through it and successfully reached CEO positions in very prominent companies and how they've managed to keep their careers uh, top of line as well as their family. Challenges sometimes can stress us. So I would imagine there are moments in your life when you're working at home and you're stressed because of the challenges that are presenting themselves. Yes. I want you to think of that challenge of, you know, being the working mother. And again, remember how you empower confidence. Close your eyes again. Feel how the body felt, how you were breathing when you were empowering confidence. And tell me what that challenge looks like and if it's changed at all from when you're just like, oh. (laughs) Empowering confidence looks different for different people. So for me, again, it all comes down to, to having that support or feeling like somebody has heard or seen what I've gone, what I've gone through. Right. Whereas with other chief members and other mothers that I'm, you know, friendly with, Mm -hmm. um, oftentimes it's just providing an idea that they didn't even think that was 
possible or in the, the remit to do like outsourcing to Instacart. <laughs> okay. I was trying to do a value shift, you know, instantly. It's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. No, but it takes practice. But whenever you're feeling stressed, think of, think of being confident. Think of that confidence and how you felt when you were helping that person. Because when you bring that, suddenly you will have a perspective shift. And when you get really good at it, you're improving your emotional intelligence. It's strengthening you. And then as, uh, as you are well aware, you don't even realize how strong you are. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Name one goal, either personal or business, that you would like to achieve in the next three months that you see as a difficult challenge, but would light you up when it's completed. So many goals, Barney. Just one. <laughs> you see, now you're in overwhelm. If you've got so many, pick one, make it easy. I'm not trying hard stuff. <laughs> it could be anything. I have many goals. I've shifted my goals. And I do this actually quite frequently because I am, I tend to be an overachiever. I'm a recovering perfectionist as well. <laughs> okay. I got it. I had suspicion. I had my suspicions, but you know, I wasn't going to call it out, but thank you for sharing. I'm a recovering perfectionist. Um, most recently, my professional goals have been around my professional certification with Shurum. So I wanted to get that done this year. Yeah. I'm optimistic that I may be able to do it in the next round. Summer is a little tricky, you know, with the kids and camp and all of that and wanting to spend time outside but I really need to dedicate some time to my studies and I'd like to get that accomplished by the fall. So when you say need, I respond by saying replace need with want and it takes yeah. pressure off. <laughs> yeah, you want to, that's great. I'm not asking you by when. I said, oh, in three months, okay, great. Three months is six months or it could be three weeks. Who knows? Life changes all the time. It's not about passing the test. It's about enjoying the field trip. Yes. Yes. And I'd like to enjoy that field trip. I'm very much committed to my learnings and expanding my skill set. So it's something that I want to do. All right. There you go. Boy, that made you smile when you said that. I love it. The world has changed since the COVID pandemic. We've talked about it a little already. Mm -hmm. How can the effects of remote and hybrid office attendance Change an agency's culture culture for the better. For the better. Yeah. Great question. I frequently think about this for obvious reasons, largely because it's my my world. One I, of the one of those reasons is it's your passion too, if I remember correctly. You like you know, the virtual world by humanizing the workplace. That's right. And there that's why I think about this frequently, because in the Zoom virtual world, Zoom teams, whatever platform people use, th there has been a limitation with interactions. Yeah. And I love to bring forward time and space for people to create the connections that no longer happen organically through water cooler or going to the kitchen. That's challenging. It's very challenging. And having those conversations is important. It's important for culture. It's important for team building. Mm -hmm. And being able to connect with a human instead of just the, 
the electronic box that we have in front of us. The reason why I think there is also an upside to virtual work is because it allows people a little bit more safety in the way that they express themselves, Mm -hmm. Um, especially the introverted folks that may have a challenge speaking in larger groups. For example, in my, my field, I think the sense of privacy has helped as well. Interesting where people can reach me and speak to me in a more private way. Whereas in the office world, they would be pulling me into a glass conference room and, you know, everyone else would be watching. Everybody knows you're there. And, you know, there's no, there's no, there's a lot of transparency. (laughs) Yeah. So so the privacy is good. I think also for, for the introverts or the naturally more, more introvertedly inclined folks, um, it, there's there's some space there that allows them to be more productive. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, challenges in creating the relationships yeah. um, is something that organizations just need to be more mindful of overall. Yeah, absolutely. The better people understand where they connect with each other, you, you, there must be programs out there like, you know, I'm a coach, but putting that to the side, there must be programs out there that will help people understand, oh, these are the values that really connect me to this person. Oh, I'm going to practice using those when we have these conversations and be curious to hear others that I'm not aware of yet because then it expands the relationship. Does that resonate for you? That does resonate. And and having those moments of hello in the morning, yeah. how are you? How was your weekend? That leads to other conversations about, you know, personal interests, like who likes to run on the weekend or hike with their family. I get that uh, story. Yeah. <laughs> and you align with, you know, the activities that you do outside of work that are also relevant to how you conduct yourself in the workplace. Like what kind of diligence do you put into your work? Mm-hmm. What kind of commitment do you have to your hobbies? Is that the same way that you're committed to your your field of expertise. Beautiful shift. I mean, if you're totally committed to your hobbies and you learn to empower that commitment at work, woo, productivity just run up. (laughs) What are the challenges you see companies are now facing in the future due to remote and hybrid shuffling office effect? What are challenges that I envision in the future? Again, the challenges with connectivity and being able to maybe expand a skill set when you're not physically present or able to observe other departments, other lines of business. Yeah. You know, it's no longer in your purview that Mary and Joe are working on, you know, a different kind of client pitch. And maybe you can learn a little bit from that and participate and grow your own skills. So limitations in that is, um, is definitely at the forefront of how we can make the shift, make the change and be inclusive of everyone in work streams. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So that's one thing. That's good. It, it's having visibility into other avenues. When I say good, knowing the challenges, that's, that's the first step. Mm-hmm. Once you know them, then you can address them. If you're blind to them or you don't have time to deal with them or, you, you know, they just 
they, they perpetuate. That's right. What do you envision is the best way to humanize the workplace in a virtual world? Best way. Best way. Best way. <laughs> um, for the moment, because best can change tomorrow. But right now, for this moment, what's the best way? Best way for this moment today is to <laughs> a, understand that we are still human behind the computer. Ah, yes. <laughs> that there will be situations in which, you know, people have emotions <laughs> <laughs> and that you need to work through that. My, my best solve in a way, or my best, it's to, it's, it's to in, include others in the process and promote inclusivity by communication. So if we're going to remain in a virtual world, which is likely, you mm-hmm. know, if, if not fully remote, there's going to be some sort of hybrid option. For no, right. I think the biggest challenge there, by the way, when we talk about it is how far will you be remote? Because if you're working on the West Coast and the East Coast, if you're on the East Coast, you're working until nine o'clock at six, Mm -hmm. you know, and depending on where the headquarters are, it could be difficult. But it seems as if that is the wave right now. Remote is becoming more and more popular. It is more popular. And we have to learn to listen and communicate well across remote platforms, mm-hmm. email. But again, you know, participating in many meetings and networking organizations over the last number of years, I think that being able to connect with people and asking them how they are before anything is the most important. And this goes for managers as well, having one-to-one conversations that are agendaless, you know? Yeah. And and can promote more of a, a human element to the entire individual. Bringing um, people together. To bring people together. I think yeah. people think about it as a reduction in productive work when those type of conversations are where actually built culture. Mm-hmm. So there's a little shift in perspective there. Yeah. And, you know, I'm a, I, I like watching sports and, you know, you look at the successful teams, they're together in everything. They, they, they're united. They, 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 they go out to eat. They do everything together. You look at the ones that are less successful. Maybe they have great players, but they, they never were able to live up to their, their potential because there wasn't as much of a unity. And, you know, sports and work, are pretty much one and the same. I mean, they're a, lear- they're a learning block for mm-hmm. us to be able to work together and play together. And the more we're connected, the better we tend to play. <laughs> I use many sports references. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Me too. During the work day. Yeah. I'm partial to baseball. <laughs> Me too. I love baseball. Give me one. <laughs> Give me any one you want. The player in the right positions, right? You can't use your your best player in, in the wrong position. There you go. Okay, that's a good one. I, the one I like is Yogi Bears. You can't think and hit at the same time. <laughs> you can't. You know, if you're thinking about hitting the ball, you're good luck. But if you're in the moment, just being there, boom, much better chance of getting the hit. That's true. Keep your eye on the ball. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. That's universal across sports. There you go. Are you a Yankee fan? 
We are a Yankee family. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I'm a Met fan too. I want the world. I, I like the, uh, the, the the Subway series, but the, which right now it looks pretty good. Anyway, uh, last question for you. Oh, okay. I'm ready. What words of wisdom can you share with our listeners on how to create a healthy and energized company culture? What words? Be yourself first. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge your strengths and understand where you have areas of opportunity. Just be yourself first. You know, there's yeah. a lot of that missing. So I, I like people that can say, I'm here for it. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to learn what I need to learn. And we're going to get it done. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to add something to what you just said. Do it. Understand yourself. Yes. There's a lot of people that don't really understand themselves that as well as others. And the better you understand yourself, the easier it is for you to connect with others. Self-awareness. Yes, exactly. What? That's cool. Well, thank you for being on the show. It has been a pleasure. You look great, <laughs> even <laughs> though this is a, a podcast. We, we, we can see each other. Well, thank you for having me. This is it's been a great conversation. I really enjoyed it. And I hope that there are some nuggets for someone to take out of this or something. I'm sure there are. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, review, and recommend The Chemistry Factor to your friends. If you would like to connect with me on social media, reach out to Barney Feinberg on LinkedIn. To connect with me directly, email barney at thechemistryfactor.com. Until next time, empower your business success every day.